All right, we are ready to go. I'm so super excited for today's Winner Wednesday episode. We've got Miss Adrian Palazzi here this morning. Welcome, Adrian. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Micah. Oh, my pleasure. And you are just always a big ball of energy. So I, I think, you know, we're in for a treat today. So, <laughs> well, do you mind before we kind of just dive into you, mind just giving just a little bit about your background? Um, I know you're in real estate, but you do fitness as well. Um, so a little bit of your background and then how you actually got into the wonderful world of real estate. Absolutely. So um, I currently, I teach bungee fitness. I'm a youth leader at my church and I'm a six-figure producing real estate agent. I'm a wife and a mom. So a lot going on there. Uh, but that wasn't always my story. Um, I was considered a statistic. So I grew up in a broken home. I kind of, uh, my first marriage followed in the footsteps of my mom. And I stumbled upon self-improvement and all of these things. And I was like, hold on, I can love myself? Is that a thing? And I did exactly that. I loved myself and I created who I wanted to be. And so where I am now was just a mere dream just years ago. You know, it was in my notes journal, you know, just describing exactly how I wanted my life to, to be. And so I really took massive action. I divorced my first husband. I went into the working field. I became a store manager and I figured out that I really love people and I love providing value to people. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I saw that there was a need for the youth to be, to learn how to love themselves. You know, like nobody's teaching that in schools. Nobody's teaching you how to love yourself, how to create yourself, how to choose a mate for your soul as opposed to just, you know, going with the first person that says, I love you. And um, I was like, all right, I, I became successful as a store manager, sales manager, and I was promoted within the company um, four times. Actually, they wanted to move me to San Antonio. I'd built my bonuses three times the amount of my salary. Wow. And I was like, you know what? I can either move to San Antonio or I can take massive action. <laughs> and yes, I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. I love uh, uh, Steve Covey, um, Robert Kiyosaki, and he talks about shooting the sacred cows, right? Of going to school, acquiring a whole bunch of debt and yada, yada, yada. And so my heart is helping people, right? And so I was like, how do I do that on a large scale? I was like, well, first I need a platform of success. What's the fastest route to get that platform of success? I said, it doesn't matter what business you're in. You could either be selling clothes, houses, boats, cars, planes, life insurance. What, like, if you're good with people and you add value to people, then you'll be successful. And so I was like, what's the next commission that I can make? And it was real estate. My sister had bought 17 acres of land here in Northwest Arkansas, and she was like begging me to come here. And she has a construction company. And she's like, Adrian, you don't understand. Northwest Arkansas is incredible. You need to come here. And I'm like, uh, Arkansas? You mean where there's kissing cousins? No, thank you. And she's like, Adrian, don't knock it till you try it. Just come 
just come and just come and visit. And so I did. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Every single person that I met here is entrepreneurial. There is like the school system is incredible. I mean, there's so much greenery, so much hiking. It's a nature state. You know, we, we are classified as a natural state. And so I started doing research on the um, economics here. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a hidden gem. And so, yeah, I took massive action and I uprooted my, my kids and I moved to Northwest Arkansas. And at that time, I was a single mom of four kids because I took custody of my brother and sister because my mom was really sick. And I had my two biological children and people were like, Adrian, you are nuts. What are you doing? No, like that is that is crazy. You should have moved across the country on a whim. I'm like, it's not a whim. I have a plan. Um, wow, guys, I hope you're writing this down. That's amazing. That's a good quote right there. <laughs> um, I have I had God on my side, and He was guiding me every every step of the way. So. In Eagle Pass, Texas, where I moved from, uh, before I got divorced, I was like a shell of a person. I didn't really socialize. So I didn't have a lot of friends. Once I got divorced, I like exploded. And I thought to myself, how did I do that? How did I become such a big part of the community? Because I was organizing kayak races, art shows. I would go to the projects and um, the housing authority subsidized housing. And I would pick up all the the youth and I would um, get them involved in some in an extracurricular activity that's not, you know, violence and gangs and stuff like that. And I did that through training MMA through the gym. And I really, really broadened my horizons and my network, my sphere, my my sphere of influence through the gym. So I so I thought to myself, how do I do that here in Northwest Arkansas? And if you know my background, I was 224 pounds. I'd lost 80 pounds and I got like really big into health and fitness um, before I moved here. And so I was like, you know what? I'll get my personal training license and I'll be build my sphere of influence while I get my real estate license and, you know, transition from there. And that's exactly what I did. I mean, I became a body combat instructor, a personal trainer. Um, I was here at a gym here in Springdale and it was amazing one of the best most rewarding jobs that i've ever had was you know helping people with their fitness goals but that didn't pay the bills <laughs> and it wasn't my overall plan right? right and so um again i took massive action got my real estate license and i cut that off and went full throttle into real estate and here i am uh four years later producing six figures. And I don't say that to boast or to like, oh yeah, let me bang on my chest, but to impress upon you that you can do it. If your mind can conceive it, you can achieve it here in reality. You just have to believe it and take massive action. Do not allow those limiting beliefs to hold you back from your true destiny, your true potential, because you have greatness inside of you. Oh my gosh. Wow. I love it. And I have to be honest, Adrian, I knew part of your story, um, but I definitely learned a lot more about you just, just in these last few minutes. So what you've been able to overcome, and I, I really want to highlight a few things. And one of my favorite quotes is sometimes the inner me is the enemy, right? So right. what you said is you had to believe in yourself first. You had to envision it. 
you had to make a plan and then you had to take massive action, right? So, so my next question was gonna be, what has been the key to your success? I've heard you say massive action multiple times. What does that look like? Like maybe somebody just got licensed and like, I, you know, I've got it, I wanna do it. I wanna take massive action, but what does that mean? What, cause you know, some of us can take massive action but not toward the right things. Maybe it's busy work instead of product, you know, productive high leveraged activities. Absolutely. And so <clears throat> there's a saying that I use frequently. You are the average of the five people you hang out with and model success. Honestly, anything and everything that you want to do has basically already been done. We are no longer pioneers. Um, so find somebody that is doing what you want to do on a higher level and model their success and figure out what they did in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish and then take the steps necessary. Because if you go in and you try to reinvent the wheel, like I have a couple of times, we all you'll, be, <laughs> you'll be, you know, traveling East when you want to in reality go West. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's pertinent and it's paramount to your success to kind of find model model and get around people that are succeeding at a higher level. And if you don't necessarily have access to those type of people, audiobooks, what you read, what you listen to, podcasts, what you watch on Netflix. Yes, it all matters. And remember the conversations that you have grow your cells eavesdrops on what you say, right? And so the conversations that you have around people, you can lead those conversations. So if they're having a scarcity mindset, so to speak, bring out the positive, like the, the prosperity mindset, I guess you could say. Um, and when I talk about massive action, it's for me, everybody is different, right? And we have all ex extrinsic and internal motivations. For me, if I burn the boats, I take the island. Like if I love it, make a decision there, there's no other alternative. Like I'm making this happen. Like I have people that are depending on me. <laughs> I'm going to succeed or I'm going to succeed. There's no ifs and buts about it. And so for me, taking a big leap into real estate was cutting off my lifeline, so to speak. It was like, no, I need to sell this house or that's it. I'm going to sell it. Yeah. So it, so what I'm, what I'm hearing is it's how bad you want it, right? There's always a way we're not, you know, we're not charting new territory. And I think oftentimes, mm -hmm. you know, what you've heard me say this phrase, your ego is not your amigo. And so mm -hmm. our egos get in the way and we try to reinvent the wheel because we think there's a better way. But the reality is, like you said, somebody's already done it. So I'm often asked, you know, did you ever think you were going to be at this point? Did you ever think you would have the success that you had? And I'm like, hundred percent. And I don't mean that, like you said, in it to boast or, you know, in an arrogant way, but there was no other option, which is what I'm hearing from you as well. So sometimes we have to hit those pain points in life in order to grow. And I, I think your story is a great, a great testament to that. So, so Adrian, I mean, obviously you're, you know, you're a top producer in your market. If anyone's looking in Northwest Arkansas, by the way, I mean, I know from our group alone, you've gotten several referrals. 
um, probably this year alone, right? Just in the last couple of months. So um, with that said, I mean, you could only take so much on as an individual. So at what time, at what point did you start expanding and really bringing on other team members? It was when I like to provide a level of service that is out of this world, right? And like I was saying, I like providing massive value. All right, guys, I think we just lost her for just a second. So I'm going to wait here just one minute and hopefully she logs back in. Let's go ahead and send, resend her the link. All right, I'm resending Adrian the link. Hopefully we she logs back in. Uh, in the meantime, I'll go ahead and stick around and see if you guys have any questions. If you go ahead have any questions, go ahead and comment below. I will be able to see them. And I think one of the really important things about Adrian's story is that, like she said, she she burned the boats. So, you know, if you haven't heard that phrase, you know, if you want to get off an island and you want to figure out how to get off an island, you literally have to burn the boats. And so um, that's going to force you to, to win whatever battle that you're looking for. So she burned the boats, if you will. And then she envisioned what her life was going to look like. And then she essentially created a plan around that. How can I reach my goals and then create massive action? So I think those are really, really good points. Um, and I am just checking here to see if she's logging back in. You guys just bear with us one minute here. Sending Adrienne a message. Hopefully we'll get her back on here soon. All right, still waiting. If not, we'll give it a couple minutes. If not, we'll go ahead and we can always restart this at another time. Give me just one second, guys. I'm going to go ahead and call Adrian and see. Maybe we're having some technical difficulties here. Give me just one second. All right. I think we got Adrian back on here. I am so sorry. So we had a tornado here and the power lines are down. I just connected to my hotspot, but I think something fishy is going on. Oh my goodness. Is it, is everything okay? Is torn? Yeah, it was just some power lines are down and I think they're probably repairing them. So my internet just. <laughs> hey, listen, I get it. I live in Puerto Rico, so my internet likes to go out just whenever it wants to. So I'm kind of kind of used for little internet surprises. <laughs> so awesome. Well, hey, everybody st stick with us. So we're still live. Uh, so kind of back to our last question. Mm -hmm. and, you know, so at what point did you decide to bring on leverage, you know, start leveraging your time and bringing on some team members? Um, so I 
like to provide a, a quality of service like no other. That's my value proposition. And when I noticed that I couldn't bring on any more clients without diluting my service, I said, okay, now is the time to delegate, right? And delegate the, the things that I can get away with paying somebody else, you know, a certain amount mm -hmm. to just take off my hands. And it, it really required a special type of person that is very, that loves to be behind the computer, you know, right. uh, that doesn't necessarily like to be out um, on the field like I do. I thrive talking one-on-one, -on -one, chest to chest with people and, you know, being on the phone with um, individuals. And, uh, and so I was fortunate enough to find somebody that would just take all of the desk work off of my plate. And that freed me up to do more. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so what I'm hearing is it was kind of a need because you wanted to still offer that top level service to your clients. So you needed to hire some administration. And I think that's one of, you know, I was actually having this conversation yesterday with the top producer. At what point do you hire help? Right. And you often need to hire help before you need it. Cause once you need it, it becomes a lot more difficult, but mm -hmm. I think the best things to look at, which is sounds like what you did is looking at what what are your high leverage activities what are your money making activities that you really excel and enjoy and then pick everything else and that's what you can leverage out so for you that might have been the administrative task it sounds like absolutely and so, um, i'm actually in the process of hiring on um well i have a, a few showing assistants that i that are kind of like independent contractors and mm -hmm. they show so i'm actually in the process of bringing on um, a showing assistant slash buyer's agent that will, you know, because I, I, I do have an influx of, of clients and it's just like, ah. <laughs> right, right. Especially in this market, right. We're mm -hmm. probably showing a few more homes than, than what we're used to. So, you know, one of my next questions is Adrian, I, I know when we, we met you, you know, just a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And so you were, you know, happy, comfortable at your brokerage. I don't believe you were looking to make any kind of change. What made you decide to join EXP? And if my memory, you know, if I recall correctly, you moved over pretty quickly. So what was it that made you make that jump? Uh, so it really was a, um, A God thing, to be honest, I, I had, when you guys contacted me or when, um, I, I had already made the decision to go over to EXP and I had called somebody that I wanted to be my sponsor, but he didn't answer the phone. And I called him like seven times within a week and I was like, Oh, okay. And then, uh, your husband, <laughs> and I was like, Hmm, but why EXP? So I had EXP on my radar and I was just kind of researching them. I was kind of curious about them. And um, to be honest with you, Micah, I was actually looking to go to a brokerage that I, that I, that would allow me to succeed at a higher level and that would provide my team with opportunities that no boutique bro uh, brokerage could provide. Right. Mm -hmm. And with EXP, 
you get incentivized to add value to people's lives, right? Like you are literally incentivized to help the person below you, so to speak, or the person that you bring on. And I just think that is phenomenal. And I was with a, another brokerage in the past that, you know, claimed kind of a similar thing, but I didn't really see the monetary value of it, so to speak. Um, but with EXP, I've, oh my gosh, not only stocks, like I get free money in stocks all the time. And then also I get just like random checks like once a month because I'm pouring into my downline and it's just like, oh wow, you know? Um, and it's not just about the money, but it's also about the value. So there is so much training on demand and then the referrals are unbelievable. Mm -hmm. um, I have a few a few friends with EXP and they've gone from Northwest Arkansas, moved all the way across to North Carolina and still was able to keep their same cap. They didn't have to change brokerages or anything like that. And you're able to be licensed in multiple areas and still be on one, you know, so I just, it was a no brainer for me, um, especially, you know, watching Grant Cardone come over and his whole team and just how it's been growing. I mean, even um, Motley, they talk about, oh, like, don't worry about Zillow. EXP is the one that you need to, <laughs> that you need to look out for because they are, they're the next, we are the next Netflix, you know, yeah. we are the next Amazon and it's a true technology based company. It's not, you know, you don't have this brick and mortar. And we saw with COVID, like we need technology. We truly do in this day and age, we do need technology and, you know, our internet might go down sometimes, but we still need it. And with EXP being ahead of the curve and really setting that groundwork of having that technology in place already, I mean, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't feel like EXP had any problem during COVID, you know, staying connected and producing. Well, actually, I think if anything, we grew, right? Mm -hmm. And and I, I hate to say this because obviously COVID, you know, is a, a global pandemic and it is, you know, had a lot of negatives. But one of the things about EXP is we were, we were built for that. And, and what a lot of people don't realize is EXP was founded in 2009. We were found in a down market. So when they're like, oh, EXP is not going to be sustainable, I'm like, Oh, your brick and mortar is not going to be sustainable, right? Look at Blockbuster, look at Netflix, which one's still around. So, um, you know, I think you you said it perfectly. But but one of the things I think also, Adrian, is a lot of people think because we are a virtual brokerage. I mean, now metaverse is a big buzzword, right? We've been operating in a metaverse for over a decade. But because we operate virtually, I think a lot of people think we're going they're going to miss that culture and sense of community. Um, and, you know, you and I met for the first time face to face back in August at our Puerto Rico mastermind. But I felt like I knew you a lot better, you know, or, you know, or before that. So what what do you have to say as far as far as the culture and community being a part of a virtual brokerage? Oh, my gosh, there's so much community. If 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 anything, there's more culture because you can connect with agents that are producing at even a higher level than, you know, anyone in Northwest Arkansas can even fathom. And once you're able to kind of 
network with, like I said before, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. And so if you need, you know, like um, an example of somebody that's producing at a higher level than anyone here in Northwest Arkansas, you have the tools and resources to connect with that person and they want you to do well. Like they're going to tell you all of their secrets and everything that they're doing because the better you do, the better the company does. And it's just a full circle thing. Um, and the better the company does, the better stocks do, the better our pocketbook does, you know, uh, so with, I mean, I honestly, I feel like I have more culture now than I've ever had in my entire career. And this is my fifth year in real estate. Wow. And and I really appreciate you saying that, Adrian, because I think often I, I say it, but it's it's different when it comes from someone else. And I think outside looking in, it's it's kind of hard to explain, right? Um, but it's like even though I work on Zoom or in the metaverse or in the world, I feel like I'm talking to people all day long, right? So um it's absolutely incredible. And and the fact that we're all shareholders of company, I think creates a strong bond. Mm-hmm. Obviously it helps us all financially, but there's really a sense of camaraderie and a collaboration and a bond that I've never seen before. So I mean, obviously you're killing it. You know, you're, you're servicing your agents at a high level. I know you're growing your own personal organization in the company. What's next for you? What are some of your future goals? I mean, where are we going to see Adrian in the next few years? Um, so like I said, the reason I got into real estate was to build a foundation of success to influence the youth. Right. And right now I'm working on a project to create a transitional housing for kids that are aging out of foster care and aging out of maybe they were never in the system, kind of like me, but they're 16, 17, 18 year old year olds and they just really need to be emancipated. They need to be on their own. And so what that's going to look like is this tiny home. They're going to have to pay rent. They're going to have to go through a Dave Ramsey class but to learn how to budget, but also Robert Kiyosaki class to learn how to leverage other people's money to make money, how to build their credit, how to um, choose a mate for their soul uh, and how to love themselves. And, you know, just overall be an asset to the community as opposed to a liability. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about somebody that has um, been under the government's umbrella their whole life, when they turn 18, where do they go? They stay under the government's umbrella because that's all they've known. And so how do we break that cycle of cultivating lazy Americans, so to speak, and cultivate innovative thinkers, people that are going to contribute to society as opposed to take away. And so I truly firmly believe in teaching a man how to fish as opposed to just giving him a fish, right? And I do believe that the children are the future of our tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so that's my my overall goal. Um, this year, I do plan on bringing on some agents and growing my real estate team. Real estate will never go away, right? That's more of like my passion project. Um, and again, you know, uh, just really empowering other agents so that they can be the best possible versions of themselves so that they can service their clients at a higher level. Wow. I love it. So, so you're taking the vehicle of real estate to make an impact in your community. And, and by the way, kind of offline, you and I need to talk about, or kind of strategize about iHeartEXP, which is our, our global, you know, community day, and maybe intertwining that with some of the projects that you're already working on. So, well, awesome. Well, Adrian, I know, you know, for any agents that are watching this, maybe they're interested to learn more about you. Maybe they have a referral or they want to join your team, whether, you know, we're in all 50 U.S. states and 20 countries. 
what is the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, my phone number, I always answer it. Uh, it is, if you have a pen, get ready. It is <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> 830 area code 335-9948 or add me on Facebook. Social media is huge. Um, I believe it's, you know, it connects everyone. Adrian Palazzi. And uh, I mean, Instagram, Adrian's Diamond Realtors. Either one. <laughs> I answer them all. I love it. Awesome. Well, Adrian, I know you're super busy, so I really appreciate your time. I love the impact that you're making in your community. And I really want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Micah. It's been an honor. Thank you. Yep. Bye.